Hey friends, I'm Sierra. And I'm Caitlin. And we're friends. But we've never met each other in real life. That's because technology allows you to feel like you're virtually best friends with everyone that you meet online, which is pretty cool. Through storytelling, we're able to learn about other people's passions and drives and hear what makes them unique. We want to hear your story so that we can become virtually best friends. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Virtually Best Friends Pod. Okay, we've got some exciting things going today, but first, Sierra, I have to bring to note that we had a poll on Instagram based on one of our previous episodes. And if you haven't seen it, it was to ask you all if Sierra should listen to Taylor Swift's Folklore album, which she has not listened to yet. So it all the way back to the cozy episode, which was episode three. And I have to say, I was kind of disappointed with the results. <laughs> Basically, you guys win and I have to listen to Taylor Swift's folklore now. So by the time this episode comes out, just check into Instagram to see what I thought about it, because I'm not going to lie. I'm a little teeny bit scared that I'm actually going to love it and that I'm going to have to eat my words. <laughs> my, vote, my guess is that you're going to like some of the songs. That's okay. my guess. So okay. you'll have to let us know. <laughs> I will definitely <laughs> fill you back in. But it, a deal's a deal. I told you all you guys can vote and a deal's a deal. But another big question, Caitlin, is have you decorated for Christmas yet? I... I'm definitely feeling the pressure to decorate for Christmas because, okay, A, this year feels like a good year to just cozy up like we were talking about on our cozy episode. And it also feels like a perfect year to just start the festivities a little bit early. And I don't know about anybody listening out there, but I'm kind of on the fence. I'm not totally sure if I want to decorate quite yet just because I want to really embrace the Thanksgiving season with gratitude and thankfulness but I'm also really tempted to, de to decorate. So we will see. How about you? How are, are you preparing for Christmas or decorating at all? I was just about to say, Caitlin, you are not alone. I am definitely riding the fence as well. Um, previous years, I have always kind of been the day after Thanksgiving girl. But seeing as I started drinking pumpkin spice in August this year, I don't know if I can like say that 2020 is a typical year. <laughs> so while I have not hung up anything Christmas related as of now, I did watch my first kind of holiday movie, and that was The Holiday on Netflix. Ooh, how was it? I just saw that one advertised. It was actually hilarious. <laughs> so it's not your typical, like, the whole reason that I watched it is because if you couldn't tell by now, I'm a fan of polls. Sometimes when I'm indecisive, I let the world decide for me. And I put out that question, like, should I watch a holiday movie, even though it's legit November 1st at the time of the poll? And they told me to. So this movie didn't have too much Christmas action, but it was hilarious. It was not what I thought I was going to get from Emma Roberts. Like, I'm not even going <laughs> to lie. I thought it was going to be something a little different. I guess I'm just used to her, like, do you remember Unfabulous? Like, throw it all the way back. Have you yes. watched that show? <laughs> Um, actually, okay, confession, I've not seen that show. What? <laughs> I, I mean, mean I, I, 
one. <laughs> I mean, that was like a long time ago, but sometimes I still think of Emma Roberts. Like, I know that she was on um, AHS. Like, I know she was on American Horror Story, and I know that she's done some adult roles, but like, I wasn't expecting it to be such like a, like more of a snarky comedy. And Ooh. I thought it was good. It was good. That's good to know. I'll have to add that. Well, the main focus of our episode today is while we have started our podcast, since it's called Virtually Best Friends, I feel like there's a big question out there. How do you become best friends online? And we've talked about how you actually begin to connect with people in this incredibly social media profound world that we live in. And we talk about the different, maybe the levels of authenticity that people can bring to the platform. So one gal who we love, who is completely authentically and genuinely herself is Claire from Home with the Wileys. Yes, we're so excited because we have our first guest today, guys. It's Claire. Like Caitlin said, she is a Connecticut-based lifestyle blogger, and she shares all sorts of fun things from home decor to recipes, New England travel, family musings, and style. Plus, she has a bomb outdoor shower. You'll hear me reference it more than I should. <laughs> and her just, garden is to die for, too. Oh, my goodness. But she's just, like, definitely one of those people that both of us have connected with. When we talk on Instagram, I genuinely feel like we're best friends. Like, I think that we are. We had an epic conversation about the corn cookies when I was really into that. Nice. So we're so excited to have her here today. Claire is so incredibly joyful, and we hope that you get an opportunity to connect with her as well on Instagram. And you can find her at home with the Wileys. And like always, you can find us over at Virtually Best Friends Pod. But without further ado, let's get into the interview. Hello, we are here with our friend Claire of Home with the Wileys. Hi. Hi, Claire. Hi. <laughs> how are you doing today? I know it's an interesting day to be recording a podcast, but how are you? I'm good. I am just taking one minute at a time. For so, everyone listening, it's election night. <laughs> the nerves are a little high right now. Little clammy, little clammy. But hey, that's also why I thought it was a good idea to be able to talk with friends. Like when Claire suggested this date, I was like, yes. Perfect distraction. She's absolutely right. Um, But we're actually here with Claire because we wanted to talk a little bit about what it's like to be a blogger in this kind of influencer space and remaining authentic to yourself, as well as just building these virtual friendships. Because Claire is definitely someone that I talk to online that I'm like, wow, like we're we're best friends. It's totally fine. It's fine. Like we've never seen each other, but we're best friends. I love that. I feel the same way. (laughs) Being able to connect, I think, as we've gone through this journey with so many people that we feel like we could just walk up to and have a conversation because we see them all the time on Instagram. So why not? (laughs) Well, it's so funny because whenever I hang out with Caitlin Houston or Nora Massey, people will DM me and they'll be like, oh my God, you guys have been best friends forever. And I'm like, I actually just met them last year. Like, really? Like Nora came like to our house last summer and it was like she had been here a thousand times before like it was just like that's so cool otherwise it was really really cool and same with caitlin it's just like when you meet people in your life you're like oh you're my people yeah 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 yeah. like this is just i talked to you yesterday so like now it's today and we're in real life and now it's really fine like it's cool that's exactly how i felt with caitlin like this caitlin because um when we first facetimed and we talked i was like wow it's kind of nice to know that you're 
exactly how you come off on Instagram because you know it's kind of nervous like nerve-wracking to like talk to someone for the first time outside of that platform it is it's sort of like virtual dating but with like adult friends and I think like especially in this day and age after college when you leave that like safe bubble of college then you go to work and you have like your work friends but it's really hard to find your people outside of that like you have your work thing in common but then you're kind of like well I don't really have anything else in common with you I don't really want to hang out with you otherwise I've been really fortunate to work with really amazing people but sometimes it's like you're not my people and then you you can't find your your friends your real life adult friends and I think Instagram's been such a blessing in a sense of like finding people that you literally would have never ever ever had the opportunity to cross paths with and then here they are in your front door for the first time ever. And you're like, yeah, you're supposed to be here right now, you know? Oh That's my goodness. Awesome. I resonate with that so much. And we kind of laugh too, because I'm in Colorado and you guys are on the East Coast. And it's it's crazy that you can create those friendships, even though spatially we're so distant. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You couldn't see us, but Taylor and I were over here vigorously nodding our head because we were like, yes, it's so hard to make friendships as an adult. But- we all, we all of us kind of lucked out that we kind of fell into this blogging space and we were able to make connections with people that we wouldn't have otherwise. And I always joke that I am going to be one of those people that shows up on Claire's front door, mostly because I want to use her outdoor shower, but <laughs> yes. I'm going to hang out. I love that. I love that. It's so funny. I love when people are like, um, if you see a stranger out there, it's me. I'm like, Doors open, head on in. That's amazing. I actually was sad when you posted that you were done with your outdoor shower. Like, oh, it was, it's like they're closing the chapters. I'm actually glad that we did it. We were joking. We we're like, maybe we cut it off a little too soon. And then it's already snowed twice. And we're like, all right, it was time. I think it was a really, it was a really big devastation for 2020 on top of all the other things. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, you actually already touched on this, but I did want to ask you about your friendship with Nora and Caitlin and things like that. Like, how did you guys first connect? Was it just sliding each other's DMs and then saying, hey, let's hang out in real life? Or like, did something bring you together? Both of them are a little bit of a different story. So I actually hired Caitlin Houston to do a blog consult for me because I was sort of at a cornerstone of like, this is really fun and I love blogging and it's great to write. but like. How serious can I take this? Like, can I do something more with it? And so I hired Caitlin to do a blog consult that she does. And we went through my whole website and she told me kind of like the different steps I need to be doing. And um, we sort of just hit it off from there. Like we were talking about blog stuff, but then all of a sudden we're talking about like mom stuff. And then all of a sudden we're talking about like other things. And I was like, wait a minute. This is like talking to somebody that I've talked to for a really long time. And then coincidentally, the next week, she was like, hey, what are you doing this week? And I was like, I don't know. What are you doing this week? She was like, I don't know. Want to hang? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So she came over and it was really fun. And it was literally like I had known her forever. And of course, every time like I have somebody come over or I meet somebody or like, it's always not always here, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I make people come right yes. now. That's not what's happening. Um, <laughs> just like coincidentally, that's what's been going on. Anytime I meet anybody from the internet, Caleb is like, So, who are you talking to today? Like, who's this person? My parents are like, Oh, your internet friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just really funny. And then Nora, I, 
I think I slid into her DMs or vice versa. I don't really remember how it happened, but she was another person that we were just talking and I was like, oh my God, we have the same sense of humor. Oh my God, you say weird stuff too. Like <laughs> it just was so organic and so easy. And it was, I never had to think about putting on a show for, I don't really do that in general, but like I never felt like I had to, you know, be anybody but myself for her and Caitlin. And it just, I, it's evolved into such genuinely amazing friendships over the last year, which has been really cool. Aww. That's so cool. Kind of like texting. I feel like sometimes Instagram messages are like texting your best friend. Like, yeah. oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> oh, I love your shirt. I have the same one. Can't wait to like wear it the same day as you. And it starts kind of like with that very surface, you know, connection. And then when it gets a little deeper, you're like, wait a minute, this is really cool. And it's funny how it, it kind of, you know, goes from small to big kind of quickly, you know? Hey, I saw and Caleb dancing around in the kitchen with Nora. So I think he's all he's all in for your yeah, internet friends. Caleb's he all in <laughs> with Nora and Christian. And he's, um, he's really, he's a trooper. <laughs> all on board now. <laughs> he's like, wait, I got friends out of this too. This is cool. That is great. Well, I loved what you said about being authentic with yourself. And I feel like that's kind of the age old question is, is there a place for authenticity on the gram, on the blog world? Because sometimes it feels like, ooh, is there, is there not? What do you think about that? You know, I think it's a really, it's a fine line to walk across because bottom line, Instagram is a visual platform. So like, it's got to kind of be pretty. It's got to kind of look good. It's got to kind of like all fit this mold of what you're creating. But I don't think that it cuts off any opportunity for you to just be yourself. And I think, you know, with reels or with stories or with all of the different features that Instagram has, you can be yourself and have your voice come through and have your opinions come through. And I think, you know, especially with the election and everything that's been going on, I think we've really seen people's true colors come, come out and come through. And, you know, when, when somebody isn't afraid to share something that's really important to them or something that's, you know, been weighing on them, I think that vulnerability really opens up for people to be like, this person's a very real, you know, person in front of me on my computer. Hello. Um, you know, it's not like, I think it kind of goes from a two-dimensional space to a four-dimensional space. You know what I mean? Like as soon as those walls come down a little bit and you are vulnerable and you are who you are, um, I think that's where where the authenticity kind of shines. See, that's why I think that I've always loved stories more. Like stories mm -hmm. is 100% where I connect with people because mm -hmm. I like seeing pretty pictures. I like taking pictures. Like that part is fine, but I like I sit for hours and watch people's stories to just kind of get this glimpse into their real life and what things that, you know, just are on their mind that day because I'm totally that person too. I'm just going to tell you something really random and I'm like, this might be weird, but it might stick somewhere. Exactly. And I think stories are such a great place for people to like, you know, the, there's, you got to kind of finesse your, your, um, your caption and you got to like make it captivating. You got to like stop people. But in stories, as soon as you start to talk, people are like, I'm here. Yes. Talk to me. You know what I mean? Yes. It really is like being across from your best friend chatting about whatever it is. And 
again, I think it can be something really fluffy and something really like whatever. And then other times it can be heavy. And I think having that dynamic between those two content talks, I guess, I think it really creates a well-balanced idea of who you really are. Yes. I love, (laughs) I love being able to listen to people's stories, even if it's random. Like I love watching your cooking stories because I feel like I could be in your kitchen with you. And I'm learning all about that. My cooking journey has been slow, but I feel inspired when I watch you cook. It's cool to see kind of those little life moments that you don't always normally see on the feed. And I love when people say like weird stuff that happens to them, you know, like the other day I started to say this, but I got cut off like 700 times by my kids. My dog ran away a couple weeks ago and it was devastating. My dog is my first baby. He's, he's turning 10 and I'm like, Caleb and I were talking about last night and I like got all emotional about it. But the other night, the other morning I let him out and I looked in my yard and there were like a gaggle of golden retrievers just like hanging out in my yard. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot I let the dog out again. And I was like going into this whole story about how I forgot about the dog being outside. And then there's this like gaggle of golden retrievers. Like, and I'm sitting in the kitchen laughing at myself. I'm like, who cares if there's all these golden retrievers in my yard? <laughs> I don't know. I care just now when you were telling me that story. I was like, why are there a bunch of golden yeah, retrievers seriously, there? how did that happen? And then they went to wherever they live, I guess. But it was really funny. And I was like, but those are the little moments that people are like, oh, my God, weird stuff happens to everybody. You know what I mean? Yes. Absolutely. And now I'm wondering, like, why were all the dogs there? Was it was this somebody sending out, like, a homing beacon? I don't know. I kind of feel like that's why he ran away, because there was a dog party that he was invited to when he went. And then that's where he went that day. I don't know. That was the story I made up in my head. Oh, my goodness. Well, with all that in mind, I do have to ask, uh, do you ever feel like this kind of pressure to be like the ideal influencer, to be the blogger that is putting out a post every day or always showing up on the gram? I try to show up in a different way every day. But like some days I just... I'm, I try to be very purposeful with whatever I post. And so if there is a day where I'm like, I am just going to be posting to post, I, I don't do it because it just doesn't feel right. And I feel like it's just to like check a box. Um, like you said, Sierra, I do find that stories is a place where I can connect with so many more people. And that's just a place I can be totally who I am. Whereas sometimes I feel like I have to sort of like, I don't know, cut corners a little bit and like, you know, make sure it's bright enough and happy enough and whatever in my feed. So I do think there's a lot of pressure to do the things every day, but I just find that if I show up every day and I have those engaging conversations and um, I just, you know, enjoy the time that I spend on Instagram, I find that that translates to be a better experience for me for sure. I don't know. I was thinking back as you were talking about that on when Instagram did not have stories. And it felt like at that time, it was so much tougher to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And there's just this great ability now to kind of view into people's lives and to be able to see what what's going on with everybody, which is cool. And to kind of show the things that aren't necessarily curated. For sure. (laughs) For sure. Here's here's this rough part of my life. Eh, Whatever. (laughs) Or it's not polished. And I think it's really interesting because I find that better conversations happen through DMs after stories, whereas like maybe I'll have a lot of comments on a picture, but it's like, 
oh my God, this is cute. I'm like, but did you read the caption? <laughs> that drives me crazy. Spent so much time <laughs> separating over, and you said I look cute. That's what this is about. <laughs> that drives me crazy. I've I've put up well, like I don't know. I feel like lately, you know, some of my posts have been a little heavier, and sometimes it'll be one of those captions, and like they will just miss the mark completely. And I'm like, this is a really weird comment for what I just said, but thank you, so thank you so income. much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what I was going for, but okay. <laughs> Kindly. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really tricky thing, but I think again, like when you show up in a way that is consistently who you are, you know, like my philosophy is if you ran into me at the grocery store, which is like never really anybody's finest moment, you know, cause you're like, oh my God, I just want to get out of the grocery store. I'm wearing my mask. I'm sweating. I just like forgot something on the other side of the store. Like if you ran into me at Stop and Shop and I was a total train wreck, I would want you to know that you would get the same version of me in Stop and Shop that you get online. You know what I mean? Mm. Wow, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Good way to think of it. <laughs> oh man, That's that was awesome. good. <laughs> That's deep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're both just like, we're trying to soak that in because wow, like I'm trying to figure out if I would be, I mean, I think I am, but it's just, I'm sitting here like, okay, if you ran into me on the street, what would happen? But I'm pretty sure that I'd be okay. I might yeah. be a little, but that was one of the things I had to learn too with, you know, starting to like network and do things as a blogger. I kind of, I really wouldn't say it's a different version, but I do definitely have to like turn it up a little bit as mm -hmm. far as like not being afraid <laughs> to talk to people and to reach out. So I feel like I put on my ambitiously Sierra hat and then like, I'm like, oh, hey, like, what's up? Like, blah, blah, blah. But if I was like at home alone, I'd be like, hi. Like, I would talk to you <laughs> if you were talking to me type of thing. Yeah, it's funny. Absolutely. It's really funny how it all like, I mean, we obviously all kind of like turn different parts on at different times. Um. But it's funny because I always try to like, I try to think to myself when I start to like, you know, when you record a story and you're like, shoot, I messed up. And then you delete it. And you're like, now I just sound like I'm reading a script. So you like talk your phone, you know, couch. You're like, okay, I just need to walk away. But it's so funny because when I start to hear myself sounding so rigid, I'm like, my best friend who lives in Boston would is going to call me out on this and be like, you sound like a total turkey. Like, take that down. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I have to look, now my dad follows me. I feel like that was my greatest accomplishment as a blogger is that now my dad follows me. Now <laughs> that was a cool, he was like, I got an Instagram so I can follow you. It's like, thanks, dad. Um, that's really sweet. <laughs> my dad watches my stories. He needs to be like, okay, that's my kid. Like, I know who that person is. Right. <laughs> Yes. I kind of laugh too on the same end, like family or friends who will follow me. I, if I do a story on something I'm really passionate or energetic about, and then I'm like talking to them in person, they're always like, yes, we know we've heard this. <laughs> you talked about it. You showed us pictures. You're like, but I'm thrilled and I need you to know. I have to tell you again. <laughs> yes. I'm like the opposite. Well, my sister will definitely call me out whenever she tunes in to like my stories. She's like, how many times did you just say like? And I'm like, I know, but I couldn't take it down because I've already done it. I feel like um, I even did everything. I captured it. <laughs> Dang. 
But um, I, I noticed that when I caption things, I'm like, oh, like, 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 wow. <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's so funny. And then also I make this assumption sometimes that people are watching, and I'm just like, did you see like the story that I like I did this? And my sister's like, no. I'm like, okay, well, let me tell you. And like <laughs> I'm like sending her all these pictures. <laughs> I literally said the same thing to Caleb. I'm like, did you see this? And he was like, no, I didn't. I was like, let me tell you. I don't want to tell them again. I'm like, I don't want to have, I don't want to tell you if I, if you already heard me talk about it. Like, but I want to be considering your time. Exactly. Or do you guys do it where you put your story up and you're like, I'll look behind me and be like, oh, pile of clothes. <laughs> Dirty dishes. <laughs> I feel like for me, it's a little bit inevitable because like, no matter where I go, there's like, something like right now I'm looking at a toothbrush. I don't even know who toothbrush this is and why it's downstairs. I, I just feel like it's sort of part of the it's the Wiley experience. Yes. <laughs> it's real life. life. Oh man. There are some days I'm like, you know what, I'm all I'm down for real, but like this is like maybe not, you know? Yeah. Yep, I get it. I totally yeah. feel that. Yeah. Oh man, kind of random. But if we were to meet you in real life, would there be any like funny phrases that we would constantly be hearing you say? Or do you have like go-to habits that maybe we don't always see on the gram? I'm sure I have, I'm sure I say weird stuff all the time that people like know are my quintessential like Claire things. Um, probably like, I would definitely say I had to noodle on something. Uh, I'd probably have, I, if my kids were with me, I'd probably be like, somebody's got to sit on their bunnies somewhere because there's bunnies would be somewhere. Um, that's such a teacher phrase too. I love it. <laughs> I think that's definitely where I get a lot of my stuff from. It's just like my teacher words just have translated into life. That's a really good question. I'm sure I have little nuances that people like know are me, but I don't know if I do. Do you have people who know are you? That I know that you do. I don't <laughs> I would notice that you do. I, I guess I'm asking you the same question. Well, Caitlin and I have been laughing because over the course of recording this podcast, we noticed that Caitlin's go-to is I love it. And so I started saying it to you like as kind of an ending of a of a statement. It's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I love, I love it. it. <laughs> Just, that's it. Just like wrap everything up in a nice boat. For me, if my siblings were here, they would be like my my little brother makes fun of me because I have a 13 year old brother and so he they know that there's a bunch of just Sierra phrases and some of them are I say it's lit a lot for some reason even though it's not <laughs> really in date as a phrase I'm just like lit and they're like Sierra come on that and I call everyone fam like I just say fam all the time but I do that on the gram too. I'm like, you guys are my ambitious fam. But I do like listening to that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I really am part of it. I'm like, yeah, that's me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Back yes. today. Oh, We're here. <laughs> I love that. Just like a little roll call next time. Yeah. Roll call. <laughs> hey, fam. Well, Claire, another thing we wanted to ask you about was that we heard that this holiday season, you wanted to do more to give back. Tell us a little more about what you're planning on doing this year and how we can help. Yeah. Um, so back in the middle of October, I was really thinking, you know, people were starting to roll out with gift guides and talking about holiday. And I was like, 
okay, I see that. And I totally am like knowing holiday is coming, but this has been such a hard year for so many people. And we know the statistics of domestic violence and sexual abuse have gone up since the beginning of COVID. I knew that I wanted to kind of like rally the troops kind of. Um, I have a local organization here in Connecticut that basically provides a wealth of services to families of domestic and sexual abuse um, from like a 24 hour hotline to like relocation and safe housing and therapies and all sorts of amazing, amazing, amazing things. Um, and I know that typically they do like a, a physical donation so you can bring like coats and hats and stuff. But again, because of COVID, they're not taking physical gifts. So they're asking for gift cards. So I was like, okay, let's just say every person who watches my stories gave a dollar. Okay, that would add up to, you know, sometimes over $2,000. That would be amazing to like divide that up into $25 gift cards and give them to family so they could go do their own Christmas shopping. And I was like, okay, that's kind of a lofty goal. I don't know. <laughs> but I said that I was going to do it. And then it sort of is like really in the works. I have over $900 raised. Um, I started last Sunday and I'm going until November 15th is when I'm going to drop everything off. Um, but basically people can Venmo me and I'm going to buy gift cards and then deliver them to the Susan B. B. Anthony project. And then the families can go do their own Christmas shopping. Cause I think a big part of this is like, I think people like to do the clear the Amazon list, but I, it's also that families like to be part of Christmas shopping and holiday shopping too. And like, you know, they want to feel that joy and like kind of go out and get their kids something special that they've had their eye on. So I'm really excited about it. I like still kind of can't believe it's all coming together. And it's amazing. It's just I'm blown away by the generosity of people for sure. I yeah. love the way that you're just bringing communities together during this time too. And I think that's just so important for everybody to remember, especially yeah. this year. Yeah. And I think there are so many, again, this year, I think there are so many ways to give back. I really wanted to do something locally. And I know a lot of my, my community members aren't local, but I've had people as far away as California donate. Like, it's just like, I see these numbers come in on my Venmo and I'm like, oh my God, like, this is just so many people want to do better for others. And again, it's one of those things where like, well, I can only give a dollar and that a dollar doesn't help. But when everybody only gives a dollar it really does add up and it really makes some of these holidays so incredibly special. So I love that. And I'm always thinking about how just like the little things can add up to make a big impact. I really am a believer in that Yeah, with everything in life, to be honest. Like, I feel like if you just take the one step, then eventually that step is going to lead you to your goal, whether yeah. it's, you know, being able to give a lot of money back to these families and holidays, or if it's reaching one of your own personal goals. Yeah. Um, but if you're listening to this episode, then you still have a couple of days to donate. So please make sure to either reach out to Claire. We'll have her handle on our Instagram, but it's at home with the Wileys. And then if you need to be connected, you can DM us as well on virtually best friends pod and we'll like shoot you over to her. Um, but we think that it's so great that you're doing that this holiday Thank season. Thank you. I'm really, really excited about it. All that right. is awesome. Well, we're excited for you. That's cool to hear about just change makers this year. Yeah. I, mean, I think every, like, kind of like what you said, Sierra, about like a little bit adds up. Like I find the same thing even with like positivity and joy. And I think 
when somebody sparks that little joy inside of you or inside of somebody else, it's like a, it's like a fever. It just keeps going. And I don't know. I think this year we need it so badly. We need it more than ever. So, you know, that's a good reminder. I saw something somewhere at one point, like, I don't remember, I don't even have the quote, but just basically to tell people now to just kind of tell them if they are making you happy or tell them if they are doing something good or whatever, because you don't know, like those words could impact them in such a positive way. And you just, you just don't know. So I think that's a good reminder to just be like, Hey, if someone is sparking that light for you, like maybe shoot them a message or I'm really big into like uh, sending cards and things now, just kind of being like, Hey, like you're amazing. I just want you to know that, your friendship has meant a lot to me during this time. Even a text message. Yeah. You're filling people's buckets too. Oh, there's the teacher in you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good book. <laughs> but truly, it's amazing how a little smile can go a long way. Or a, a masked eye raise. <laughs> you know, that's the thing that I missed. Is sometimes I really do. Like I'm I'm giving smiles at people that I'm like, dum dum. Like, you know, you smile with your eyes, but Sometimes I'm like, I want you to know. But now I guess, again, that's like, it's pushed me to vocalize that in other ways too. And I appreciate when like a stranger in the street is just kind of like, hey, because like in real life, like normally I would just kind of walk past them. I live in Northern Virginia. We're not very much a let's say hi to everyone kind of city. But (laughs) now I feel like that happens a lot more. I like that. That's a nice trickle effect for sure. We have a flash round of questions to ask you. So oh my God, I'm questions. Okay. And whatever okay. comes first to your mind, we'd love to know. So the first one is, what okay. is your favorite weeknight meal to make? Oh, that's the hardest question ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> they all look so tasty. <laughs> I think it changes seasonally. Um, I think like right now, I love white bean enchiladas. They're just so good. They're so filling and they're just like hearty and delicious. And oh my God, they're just so good. Um, But during the summer, I would probably say um, chicken Caesar flatbread. All right. Well, what is the favorite part of your day? Oh God, these are not easy questions. (laughs) Uh, My favorite part of my day. I love first thing in the morning. um, Oh, that's, yep, that's it. (laughs) I love when the boys and I come downstairs and it's really like everybody's well rested. So everybody's in a good mood and we just have like a nice little first half an hour. Like that's just really joyful. Starts off the day really well. It doesn't always end that way, but it's a good way to start. That's true. Start off on the right foot. Uh, Okay. What color is your toothbrush? I just changed it. I believe it's purple. <laughs> what color is the toothbrush that's in your in your eyesight right now? For <laughs> you, it's green. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. There's an obscene amount of dog hair in it. I, I have no idea how old it is. It doesn't work anymore. It's just no idea how old it is. Here we go. Okay, this is the official question. That was just my toss in. (laughs) Next question. (laughs) Would you rather have a big group of friends? Are you like, are you more of a big group of friends person? Or do you prefer one on one interactions? Um, Probably one on one interactions. I get very overwhelmed with large groups of people. I always feel like I don't know how to split my time. 
And I feel like I'm not ever giving anybody my full attention or like, I feel like I'm cutting myself short all the time because I want to make sure that I give everybody a little bit instead of just focusing on like the one-on-one. So I definitely say I'm, I prefer like small group of friends for sure. Okay. And then what is your favorite form of self-care? This is another hard one. I think it's kind of shifted with COVID just because, um, you know, being home, but probably cooking. Um, It's just something that like, I feel really nourished by it and I feel really excited by it. And I feel, I don't know, really energized by it. And same with gardening, like being outside in the garden and just like experimenting and seeing what's working and seeing what's not like, those are probably my two things that just like, I can kind of release when I'm, when I'm doing them. I think that shows that shows in your stories because like when I think of your stories, I think of you cooking or your cocktail hour. Like I wanted you to make us a virtually best friends cocktail, but I I definitely think of that. Occupied by the election. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. I I totally thought about it, but I was like, maybe the next, maybe we'll have her again and we'll have a little, (laughs) we'll have a little cocktail. cocktail best friend um themed event so it'll be like a cocktail an appetizer and a dessert and everyone gets to stand in line for your chef nope that's weird (laughs) 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 something that i've cooked which is even weirder so like enjoy i'll hand you a cocktail over the parking (laughs) well i have to say i've added ranunculus is that how you say it the flower my list for my future garden I was like oh those flowers done they're so cool I I bought them on a whim I had no idea if they were going to work and when they bloomed they were the first thing that I grew from seed that bloomed and I was like oh my god I'm basically like my own Trader Joe's like this is so cool (laughs) and then my garden really started producing things and I was like oh my god my four ranunculus at the beginning of the season was so like funny to think about in comparison until the end, but um, I'm going to do a whole bed of them next year that are all going to be like blush pinks and corals and whites. They're really very, very cool. That sounds amazing. I cannot wait to see what that's like. Oh, (laughs) cannot wait for those stories. I'm so excited because I I said this the other day, but our neighbors started taking down all these trees that Caleb and I are like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to expand the garden over there? Like got to take down some big trees. And then the other day, the tree guy was there and he was taking down all these big trees. And I was like, oh my God, I manifested my large garden. It's happening. <laughs> I wish it was on the other side where like, I really want to like, like Joanna gains it, but I need to hit the lottery and like, you know, have a lot of time on my hands to make that happen. But <laughs> well, um, we I have... cannot wait to see what that looks like. <laughs> yeah. And Me we too. have one um, more question for you. Okay, I'm ready. Did we just become best friends? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, Well, everyone, thank you for tuning in today. It has been such an honor to have Claire on and we appreciate you listening. Thank you guys for having me. This was so much fun. Well, everybody, that was it for Claire. We so appreciate her being here today. And we can't wait to check back with you soon on Virtually Best Friends Pod. You can find us on Instagram as well as www.virtuallybestfriendspod.com. Yes, yes. Don't forget, if you like this episode to 
rate us. We would love to see a rating on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify, subscribe, all that jazz. We are so excited to connect with you.